hello, welcome to the City Church Podcast. Uh, it's here with Dan, Tim and Ben Sattler and we're just going to have a general chat about leadership today. Just a few quick questions and a few thoughts that we've been thinking about and chatting. I guess one of the ones that we were just starting to talk about was kind of that Instagram and celebrity pastor mixed with kind of that humble servant leader kind of approach. Um, boys, you having some thoughts before? Yeah, I think um, it's important as leaders to remember that we are servant leadership first and then that we, we're here to serve people and it's not about us, it's not about getting the glory. We're, we're not in an um, industry or anything where it's about us, it's all about people and others. And so it's important, I believe, that we always think about that and the moment it creeps into our hearts that it's about us, I think that's a dangerous place to, to be. And it's a good check in your spirit, I reckon, when you're thinking it's about you and um, not about others and how much it's going to make you go forward but then you're, you're pushing others down to get there, that's mm. a dangerous place to be, I think. Yeah, definitely. And I think spirit-led is important as well. You know, there's so much comparison on Insta, Facebook, anything on social media that we can be looking at somebody else and say, oh, well, let's try that, let's try that, let's try that. And I think you've got to dig deep wells for yourself and yeah. say, hey, God, what are you speaking to me as a leader and what do you want me to do What's my unique flavor to the world? And we've got so many incredible churches across the world, but we don't have to be them and they don't have to be us. There's a unique flavor that we have. There's a yeah. unique style of leadership that we are, type of church that we are. And I think there's just so much comparison. Yep. There's so much opportunity to look to other people and say, I've got to be like that. I've got to be that person. I've got to push myself forward. And you know, we were just talking before about the idea just off air that you know there's so many people that in some ways are pushing themselves forward instead of saying, hey, how can I add value to yeah, others? Yep. How can I be a leader that helps others step up and be who they're called to be rather than just drawing it all to myself? Because ultimately when, when my life's over, that doesn't mean the church is over. That doesn't mean your ministry's over. There should be an impact beyond that that's not just you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, real quickly, Ben, you're just kind of talking about it. We don't have to be everyone else, but we are our own church. Um, who would you say or what would you sum up City Church's kind of culture and who City Church is and what you think we're graced to do? Yeah, definitely. That's good. I mean, us as a church, we have the mission reaching people, raising disciples and releasing leaders. And I think if you look at the history of this church way before my time, all the time that it's operated, it's it's always done those three things, reached people, raised disciples, and released leaders. And there's been many people from this church that have gone out all over the world and have had a huge impact, yeah. and, and they've been sons and daughters of the house. And I think that that's graced uh, on this house, uh, beyond a leader, beyond a particular person. I believe it's on the house to be able to do that. And so for me, uh, when we've come up with this mission, I really think it's just basically talking about the the fabric of who we already are. And obviously I think there's some emphasis there that there's a real creative flair, you know, that our church has and is blessed with that. Our church is very missions-minded, has a heart for missions both locally, nationally and around the world and always has had a big heart for that. Uh, young people and youth ministry has always been a strength of the church as well. And I think releasing leaders uh, and that has always happened where leaders have been released into positions both at this church and the church around the world. Some of the things that I think the church is really s strong at and, and really graced to be able to do. What do you think, Timmy? Yeah, I, I agree. Absolutely. I think in our church, um, in our strength, our worship is a, is a strength. And that's not just because I do it. I really believe that. It always has been mm. ever since I've been in this church. that worship's been a real um, thing that God has put his hand on in this church. 
Um, and I think that when people come to our church, they, they say the worship is strong and the people are so friendly. So they're the two things I, I think about our churches are our strengths is we have a family feel, we're a friendly church and people say that when they come here and our, and our worship is, um, is spirit-led and it's, it's felt, it's heartfelt worship as well. So yeah, I think that's a strength of our church, absolutely. Yeah, really good point about family because I've heard that so many times. People come and say, this is the friendliest church in the world and that's credit to the people. You know, I think that becomes not just an expectation but it becomes a culture, who people are and people do that naturally and that's where I think there's culture where it's not forced or pushed upon, where people do that naturally. Um, it's such a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. Is there any other thoughts on that, I guess, and maybe not just as a church, corporation or gathering, but how we can maybe implement some of those things personally, talking about kind of the City Church mission and vision and our culture. How do we do that as a person that attends City Church throughout the week? Yeah, that's a good point. And I think a big part of that is realising you're part of a family. You're not just uh, an attendee at a service and, and somebody that's come to be entertained on a Sunday. We're not trying to produce an, an entertainment industry. We are a church family. And so the strength of family is that everybody has a seat at the table mm. and everyone has a contribution to the family. There's a commitment to the family. There's a, a connection point that we all kind of have. And I think that that is a really important dynamic yeah. for us as a church. That Absolutely. We've all got abilities and things to bring to the table. And I've said this before uh, on a Sunday recently, you know, there's things that I don't even know how to do in our church. I don't know how to turn the sound system on or the lighting system on or, and lots of different things. But there are people that they have that unique contribution to the church and their ability to be able to do that. And together, we're better. Together, we have those abilities. And it's the same with our, our workplaces, and our influence, our universities, our schools. I'm not everywhere. But yeah. together, we have a huge net of impact because everybody's got their own workplaces, families, schools, friendship groups yeah. that they go to. And I think that's the strength of the church, that we don't just operate in the four walls of the church. But wherever we are, we represent God. We represent City Church and we are a family that goes out and, and reaches those that are around us. Yep. And that's why I think we can have a multiplication effect. Yeah, absolutely. I think also, as your, your question said, Dan, about how others in our church can help with the vision and help um, bring our strengths forward more. And I think reaching people is a big one. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, what I love about our church is with reaching people, it's not a non-confrontational way our connect groups are really friendly our our services are friendly we're not like you know asking you to sign up or do a you know a five-week course on becoming a member within the first two weeks you visit <laughs> so like i love that our church is just it's all about hey connecting in and just becoming family first and then you get to learn to grow and then become a disciple and and learn all that stuff and i love that how other people in our church um if there's a way that they can help with the vision it's just reach people yeah, reach people yeah. like the church is here we can help with discipling we can help with connect groups all that stuff but it's more about getting people getting your friends getting your family reaching people yeah. for jesus yeah i think that's really important to me and like what you're saying there about connection and something we've been talking about as staff is when new people come to church and when we interact with new people you don't want to be full on straight away with your follow-up. Yeah. And it's probably something we've changed uh, over the years in our thinking where we thought, oh, well, we've quickly got to get in contact with them. But it's kind of like going into a shopping centre and you go into a particular shop and you look for a pair of jeans. 
Did you want to buy those? Yeah. Do you want them now, today? <laughs> Full on. <laughs> and the next day they call you up and they're like, hey, I noticed you were looking at those jeans. Do you want them? Yeah. Like, that's you just want to browse through the shop without someone being in, in your face. Yeah. And I think that's what people do now with church online. They come and check out church that way. They yeah. come. It's a big step for them to come to a service. Just give them some space. Connect yeah. with them. Love them. Get, get to know their name. Yeah. And give them a few weeks to get involved. And, and, and they'll let you know and you'll sense when they're ready to to maybe jump into a connect group or, yeah. or take their next step. But yeah. absolutely, I think that's the beauty of being on a journey. Jesus said, just come and follow me. He didn't give them all the details and yeah. say, he's a follow-up card. And he, he just took them on the journey. And, and I think that's important to, to have that kind of mindset as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And it takes the pressure off people, right? Like I know if I wasn't a Christian or if I wasn't in leadership in a church, what would it be like if I walked in? Mm. Yeah. Off the, off the, you know, off the, not off the street, but just say I came in and I was searching and I had a had a job, had a tradie job. I was one of the boys, and what mm. would I want to have when I came to church? Yeah, I think the connection part is the critical part. Yeah, you know, we can have all the sign ups and in your face stuff, and oh my gosh, what's this all about? But just having that connection point, that genuine connection point, mm. I think is um is key. And you uh, can have that commitment and that contribution, but if the connection's not there. Yeah. That's like a huge part of the missing ingredient yeah. to you being happy in church, being part of church. People stay at church because they have, statistics say, they have one meaningful connection. Yeah. yeah. So it's not just about the contribution. It's not just about the commitment. It's that connection is really important. Absolutely. And I think in many ways as well, and Tim, you kind of touched on it as well, in that connection point doesn't have to be a pastor. And I think if it's... Yeah in many ways more powerful when it isn't a pastor absolutely when it's someone else in the congregation who's not on the platform who's not preaching comes and says hey this is my name how are you going who yeah. are you what are you up to that's yeah. i think speaks tenfold more than a pastor coming because then it's like i think some people automatically have it in their mind oh that's their job to come talk to me yeah mm. absolutely and it's also the the thinking that a pastor is the one who disciples and i think we're you know, getting better as a church as well in our church that we're, we're um, training people to say, no, you can disciple. Yeah, You can bring others to church. You can show them the way that Jesus wants you to live. Don't just listen to the pastors or that. What we teach, and that's great, but it's also in the people to do that. People can do ministry as well. It's not yeah. just up to the pastors. So. Yeah, and putting an importance on every one of those roles because, yeah, yeah you might have done a whole bunch of preparation to be able to preach during the week, and that's fantastic. But you think about the fact that someone has taken the risk to invite that person to church. Yeah. Then someone yeah. has welcomed them on the door and actually had a conversation and cared about them. That's what is valuable to yes. that person. The preacher is like, sweet, that's a cherry on top. It was great, great yeah. message. They might not even like the message. Yeah. But it's those bits that help them actually feel comfortable and connected in. And yeah. I think that is so important. Absolutely. And uh, I just hope we don't just have the emphasis just on what we think are the important roles because that happens on the platform. It's yeah. like, yeah, well, that's nice and we honour that and we try and do our best in that. But it's excellence in all areas yeah, totally. and that's the body of Christ. You need your finger, but yeah. you need your arm, <laughs> you need your head, yeah. you know, you need your feet, you need all of it. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. I think maybe this is a challenging question for you guys because um, I'm probably a lot more fresh in this, but when you first came to City Church or maybe Blue Mountain City Church at the time, what was it that helped make you feel connected or drawn to, I guess, this faith environment? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it was that embrace straight away, that friendliness that the church is known for. I felt that. And I don't think it was what was said. 
what was presented, even though there was great excellence in the creativity, great excellence in how the services were produced, it was how I felt. And there's a big difference there from what you do and how you make people feel. And I think the way you make people feel is important. And I felt loved. I felt family. I felt community. I felt like, hey, I'm connected here. This feels like home. Um, and in a lot of ways, you know, the service was excellent and great. But to be honest, I didn't notice a lot of those details in the first few weeks or months. I just noticed the fact that people actually took the time to get to know me. They got my number. They wanted to grab a coffee. They wanted to connect. I'm like, you know, fantastic. Services are great. But that meant way more to me. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think for me, um, I've met some of my greatest friends when I came to this church and um, in the, when I was in my nine, you know, I was 19, 20, around that age. And I just, I just remember that friendship. And I think it comes to that family thing as well. In our church, we've just got that friendship family. Um, I think it's an anointing on our church that God has given our church to have is that really strong friendships, really yeah. strong family. And I, I love that. I felt that when I came here many years ago that God's put on this church. Just to, just I built so many good, strong friendships that I still have today. Yeah. From, from that moment they might have moved or they might have gone on but i've still got strong friendships and yeah i think that's a key for when i came here i think it's similar to what ben experienced and that's that family connection feel i felt that yeah absolutely yeah awesome so real quickly before off air as well we're talking about kind of those celebrity kind of pastor ideas where they're posting all about their church they're posting maybe all of their numbers and statistics and we're kind of discussing how does that make us look and being as an Aussie culture, we normally have tall poppy syndrome, whereas when someone gets that step up, we like to pull them back down. Um, but how do you think that actually comes across being represented by people looking on social media that are watching it happen? How do you think they're feeling or what are their reactions or what are even your reactions when you see that? Yeah, uh, it's, it's like what you're saying about the Aussie culture. You know, and in America, it can be a bit more accepted. But in Australia, I think everyone um, can pick it and they can sense it a, a little bit away. And I think if we can't reach people because we're trying to promote ourselves, then that's an issue. And um, it kind of brings a divide. And I think God hasn't called us to compare. God hasn't called us to put our numbers in and go, look how good we are. I think God's called us to do what we need to do, that he's called us to do. And I think that's important for us. That it's And it's not about you. Like we were talking about before, if something happened to one of us or our roles moved out or say we left the church and did something else for a career or did something else, the church isn't hinged on one person. Yeah, The, the church is, is God's church and he can choose anybody at any moment and then they can lead the church. So that's a good reminder to us that, hey, it's not about us. Mm. It's not about how good we can make our numbers look. It's not about how great we can make stuff look, how fluffy we can make it look on social media. It's about doing what God's called us to do. And I, I want to be a person that when I'm in my – um, later years someone to look back and go look at how awesome that was man just on honor you that was so good i'd rather that than me go look what i'm doing like look how good this yeah. is like yeah. i would rather that later in life and just work hard now behind the scenes and just do what god's called us to do and if fame happens or whatever it's got to be you've got to have that um, base already set that it's not about you otherwise you won't be able to handle it that's what i think yeah so and i just just to add to that i think it's important that you know when it comes to that that you know, you've got people that, that speak positively about you. That's great if people want to do that. But I don't think we need to try and build ourselves up yeah, in that totally. sense. 
but just actually say, hey, if people say something positive about you, fantastic. But you don't need to be the person that's always promoting yourself. I think we're here to add value to other people and we're here to make things better. We're here to contribute. We're here to to bring out the best in the people that are around us for the season that we're here or whatever's going on in our world. We want to add value. And yep. if we're just making it all about us, I just wonder what value that adds to yeah. the people around us. I remember once um, a youth leader said to at a conference, and it's just resounded in everything that I've led ever since. And it was, and I was doing youth ministry, but it said always make the kid a champion. Yeah. As long as that one kid goes home feeling like a champion, you've done your job. Yeah, I love and that. I think that's the same in every area of leadership in church. All of the people we lead, how can I make them a champion? Yeah, yeah. And they can walk out feeling like we've made them a champion. And I think that's the goal, right? That others, we're here to build others up, not ourselves. Yeah. We were talking that's about before thought. and we were saying, imagine if the encouragement that you give the people around you became their inner voice and what they spoke to themselves. And yeah. so that can go both ways. What's the negative things we can say about the people around us and can we maybe putting other people down, lifting ourselves up, doing those kind of things? Or are we actually contributing, putting confidence in the people, encouraging people and allowing that to become the voice that they feel like spoken over their life? Absolutely. Mm. That's awesome. I guess as well, asking this from maybe more of a youth and next-gen perspective as we're coming into the 21st century and we've got heaps of social media and people are interacting on that platform. I've had the comment as well, even about me, people going, we'd love to see you post more on social media. We want to see more of your life on social media. So I guess how do we do that individually and as a church do that well where we are using that as a platform but it's not becoming, hey, look at me. Yeah, do you I, guys have thoughts? I actually find it a challenge, to be honest. I really do because I I struggle to have, like, say I've been renovating my home. I actually really struggle to be like, look how awesome this is. <laughs> look how awesome that is. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually struggle <laughs> with that because I don't want to come across like, look how awesome my life is. Yep. And I think that's the challenge with social media is you put your highlights up. Mm. No one gets to see the full picture. They yeah. just see your good snaps and your happy snaps with your family and they see all that. And I... To be honest, most of my social media is my family because I think I'm, I'm promoting that. That's what's important to my life um, and I and church, really. Um, but I do struggle about doing a lot of social media stuff. It's, that's just me. Whether that's right or wrong, I don't know, but that's just me. I do actually struggle a bit to be posting all the time and yep. look what I'm doing today. Like, Look what I'm drinking. Look at this. Look at that. I, I, I struggle to do that. So um, I think the next generation coming through, they're always on social media, so it's like, they're expecting that and they think if you're not on it, you're a bit old school. But um, I would rather um, put less on and be more specific about what I put up. But yeah, yeah that's just me. Yeah, and I, I think 99% of social media, it's not real. Like how many, you know, try and get a family photo or something like that. How many shots have you had to take before it's real? Then you pump an edit on there, you know, and put a, you know, something on there to make it look even better. And it's like, oh, that looks like a perfect family shot. They're just a happy, perfect family. And, you know, the reality behind that is probably 10 minutes of incredible frustration <laughs> trying to get that edited, trying to get yeah. that on and trying to get the, all the kids happy and all that kind of stuff. It's just, it's not real. And I think one way we can lead in social media is show our vulnerability as well. Yeah. Show the things, our, we- our weaknesses, the things we don't do well. Yep. And, and it doesn't have to always be perfect because otherwise we just create this image of ourselves that everything's perfect, everything's always moving forward. And that's even fake for you yeah. because you have low periods as a person. Yeah. Yeah. You have low periods. And I think even as a, a preacher or a leader, p- 
people connect way more with your weaknesses yeah. than they do with just your success stories. 100%. If you get up all the time on a Sunday and you preached about how amazing you are and what you've done this week and what God's done through you, people might be inspired for a little while, but then they're going to think, man, I can't achieve that level. Yeah. I don't even know whether I come to this church. Yeah. They don't have any weaknesses. They're just perfect people. And I'm just, I know me, I'm flawed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think if you share those weaknesses, I think... I think that's an important part of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Celebrate your wins, have fun, but I think show your whole life. Yeah, absolutely, Benny. Yeah, nice. Oh, well, boys, I guess that was a good start to the chat, and I guess we'll keep this conversation going and maybe add in a few more dynamics as time comes, but is there anything you'd want to say in closing on this kind of topic of leadership, social media, um, and even the way church is going currently? Yeah, I um I just want to say like we watched a little clip this morning that Ben showed us um, with John Maxwell and it reminded me again about attitude and about in our life it's all about what we put into into our life we can go through life struggling or we can go through life winning but at the end of the day it's up to me it's not up to someone else it's not up to someone else saying you can have a good attitude I have to have a good attitude I have to make that choice yeah. and so it was a good reminder because life has challenges life has good times. But if I try and keep a good attitude and keep my attitude high and even in tough times and the times that you feel low, um, keeping a good attitude I think is something that I want to do going forward because um, life's short and we're going to look back and it's going to be like that. It's going to be all over real quick. And so it's just like having a good attitude, enjoying the journey. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I'd just finish with saying be yourself. Whatever area of life you're in, you know, whether you're at school, whether in university, whether you're workplace whatever you do whatever stage of life you're in you don't have to try and be a carbon copy of someone else Mm. the best leader that you can be is the individual leader god's called you to be yeah stop looking over your shoulder trying to be somebody else there's there's some incredible leaders around the world but that mold got broken when they got made and created by God. Be who God's called you to be. Yeah. Go to God yourself. Yeah. Dig deep wells of revelation with him. Be who he's called you to be. Be confident in that. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to get things wrong. But be yourself. Be the authentic version of yourself. Be vulnerable. And, and people will love that mm. when you're just who you're meant to be. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and it will be a gift to the world. Awesome. Yeah, Awesome. Well, thanks for listening and we're going to have a few more conversations and podcasts that we'll upload over time. So stick with us. Otherwise, why don't you come to church, check us out online and we'd love to have a conversation with you in person. So feel free to email us or catch up with us. We're always available. There's always an open door. There's not some thing you have to try and achieve to have a chat with us. We're here. We're for you. We want to know how we can help you as well. But hopefully we'll see you at church soon.